so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I am your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top professionals above and beyond everybody else and what I would like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and titan for this episode is Kimberly Hudsonger. Kimberly, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks, Greg. Absolute honor and pleasure for you to be here. So just like we would normally go through, just a series of questions for everybody out there who's watching to get to know who you are as a person, as a professional. So let's just dive right in, I guess. Um, So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Kimberly Hunsteiger. I am the head of the Hunsteiger team here at REMAX Advantage. And I started in the industry 13 years ago. But um, that goes way, way back to growing up on a farm in southern Minnesota where I was raised by a very hardworking entrepreneur as a farmer. Fantastic. And um, I remember riding up and down the country roads trying I don't know you may not remember this it's probably ahead of your time that's all right that's but, all right um, the current catalog with the stationery and stuff oh, no. a lot of other people might remember that but all right if if you ordered a large amount of stationery okay. you got a cheaper price so I would ride up and down the road and talk to all my neighbors because I thought we should all get a cheaper price to have this nice stationery because I was in a small town, so we didn't have a lot of big stores. Okay. So um, th- I think that's where it all started. I guess I wow. was a salesperson back then, and I didn't even realize it. Okay. But it wasn't even sales. Back then, that was helping people, too. Sure. they saved money. I didn't do it to make money. I did it for all of us to save money. Wow. So it was kind of fun. Okay. And fast forward all these years, I was um, in direct sales for okay. about 15 years. Had an incredible team um, selling party light candles. Fantastic. And believe it or not, it's way easier to sell a home than a candle. <laughs> All right. I should say, than to book a party light show. Everybody out candle. there, hopefully they heard that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and I don't mean it's easier because it's super complicated, but people need a home. Sure. They didn't need more stuff for their wall. They didn't need more candles. Mm-hmm. So to try and convince them why ours were better and they didn't want to go to you know, Walmart or Target to buy it, that's what was hard. Sure. And um, so everything I did in Party Light, I do now because I learned incredible customer service from wonderful women, um, Emily Ryan, Becky Rutherford, and the most amazing Terry Fingerhut, who is still a dear friend. We talk every week and I think continue to try and empower each other in what we're doing now. That's huge, and that, that's huge for you know learning through mentor and mentee, but also yeah. partnering with each other and growing together. That yeah. support is huge, so it's pretty cool that you stay in touch with everybody, you know, yeah. even though you're in a different field and things go on that way. So, But everything we did then, we really, it does apply now. Hmm. And it's funny, when I work with the different team members, I go back even to my party light days and explain different things that we did and hmm. why that follow-up or... Um, that kind of care makes a difference, and, and they just laugh at me and say, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> we're, we're selling houses, not candles, but it works. Oh, gosh. And because it, it, it was always about the people. And Huge so, point. yeah. And so my husband always, I guess, to try and um, segue into the real estate portion, yes. he always said, why are you selling candles? You know, I toted very heavy things in and out of my car five six days a week wow. doing lots of candle parties from 
you know, gosh, Thornton all the way down to Pueblo, well, to Colorado City, actually. Oh. So I would travel all over doing candle parties. Okay. And it worked great because I could be at home with the kids to get them off to school and after school, and then he'd be home, and then I'd leave to go do my candle parties. Wow. And um, so the kids always had a mom or dad at home, okay. which was great. But when we sold our first home that we had in Colorado Springs, mm. After we sold, the agent that had listed it asked if I might be interested in a job. Wow. And I said, I don't think so. I have a really successful <laughs> business. I don't really want to change that. Right. And he said, will you just please come talk to me? Hmm. Well, I did and uh, went to work for them and it worked out really well. Hmm. But I decided I wanted to be an agent and at that time, they just didn't have room for an, uh, another agent. Okay. And so I got my license but continued to stay in touch with them, and they're great people. I owe a lot to John and Judy Ahrens for mm -hmm. what they taught me, and wow. then was blessed to work for Bridget and Steve Ruskin on their team as I was continuing to get my license. Okay. So I just learned so much from some of the best before I was even licensed. Wow. And that, that's yeah. a big foundation for you yeah. to build upon and the career that you've had thus far and continue is, is huge. Kim. Yeah. So that's really, really exciting to that. You, you mentioned, um, you know, your husband, Andy, and I think he's a phenomenal guy. And, you know, shout out to Andy if he's watching. Um, you know, I, so the there was a slight influence with him, too. I mean, or was it just, you know, the interaction or engagement with that initial person? Hey, you should be in real estate. Well, Andy always thought I would be good at real estate. But okay. I, I always thought it was too big and too... It was more than I could handle, wow. more than I could do. I didn't feel like I deserved to be in real estate, oh, that I could go. do something like that. I thought I was a candle lady. Hmm. I wasn't a realtor. And okay. so, you know, I think it was a self-confidence thing. Okay. But I learned that everything, as I was working on those teams, everything I was doing was so much like what I was doing before. Right. It was just a different product. Sure. And it felt so much even more meaningful. Mm. I felt like I changed lives really in party light just because of the connections I made and um, helping people start their own business. Sure. And being able to, um, gosh, pay off bills, pay off, get out of debt and do things like that. Mm. Now I can help them find a home and, and grow their families. Right. So that's really cool. And I but, think that there was a, a connect that you mentioned as well. I mean, it's people. Yes. And so that that's really what it comes down to. And, and it's interesting, um, I think that that shows a level of humility. Oh, you know, maybe that's that's not for me or I can't do that, but you took a chance and you went into it and look where you're at now. I mean, it's it's exciting it's to look crazy. at it that way. I, I <laughs> yeah. mean, that's that gets me really excited too. So, well, well oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, I don't mean to keep harping on that oh, topic, no, 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 yeah. but it, it evolved after that. Once I got my license, I interviewed lots of different places and okay. landed here at Remax Advantage right away because mm. when I interviewed with um, Bruce Betts and with Gerald Caravo at the time, mm. it, he was our managing broker, okay. Bruce was the broker owner, I just knew right away this is where I had to be. Ah, that's so great. And I've been here, uh, I just started my 14th year in May. Wow, congrats, 14. Yeah, wow. hard to believe. Time flies that way. Way too fast, I mean, way too fast. So was there, was there one thing in particular, I mean this is a little bit off, off the cuff here, but was there something yeah. particular about Remax Advantage that stood out to you when you initially you know, took that leap into the biz? Well, I guess I could just tell everybody here was so genuine and sincere. Okay. 
and they really cared about my future, not just theirs. Wow. And I also, it wasn't what Bruce said. It was maybe what he didn't say. I could tell he was a Christian, and mm -hmm. that really mattered to me. I okay. wanted to be at a place that had that influence because sure. I live my life with a definite base of faith. And that's a part of you, and, yes. and you are guilty by association, you know, positive yeah. or negative, so that's a, a good positive light to be around. Yeah. So, okay, that's really good. I didn't mean to, you no, know, go too deep right. onto that, but uh, so this will tail into a, a beautiful portion of this next question is, what's your why, Kim? I mean, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What really makes you do what you do to the level that you do it at? You know, gosh, Greg, that's many facets. Okay. Um, first and foremost, to help my family and support them, you know, because we we have to make a living, obviously. Right, for sure. And um, and that leads into the family we've created with our real estate business. Okay. I mean, all of the people. I have this huge family now. Mm. We were. It was so exciting. We had a big client event recently, and just the connections. And some of them go back to my very first year. Unreal. And sorry. No, that connection was just amazing to sure. be able to see them and some of them I hadn't seen in all that time even though they were invited to numerous ones right. it was really fun to spend that time and see how their lives had changed their children had grown and just what all had happened so sure. it's really just it's such a huge family now mm -hmm. so I feel responsible to them and to my my physical family okay and then as we've gotten older um, we're starting to look at what are we going to do when we retire. Mm. So we have to figure out who's going to care for all those families because right. they keep growing and moving and changing. So I'm not. I'm going to be around a while. Okay. I intend to be around another, who knows, ten or fifteen for years. For a while. Yeah. For a while, Kim. Yes, on, there's plenty, there's yes. plenty more to give. There's I won't put a date for sure, but a long time. And um, we needed to know who's going to take care of them later. Okay. So. Who better than to look inside your own family? Sure. Well, our daughter wasn't that interested in the business. She <laughs> she likes being on the lending side, but not necessarily on the real estate side. Interesting. I think she saw me working too many hours. Okay. And okay. <laughs> decided maybe that wasn't for her. Right, right. And that's okay. But her husband was very intrigued by it, and he's just such a genuine nice wonderful caring person that mm -hmm. we welcomed him wow. and so um, about that time Andy had just joined me he retired for the second time okay poor guy I won't let him really retire uh, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> oh come yeah, on sorry, babe. you're stuck with it you gotta keep working a little longer you got it Andy yep so um, he retired after 22 and a half years in the military. Wow. And then another, gosh, almost 13, I believe, with Northrop Grumman. So still windowless buildings. Then he joined me. Wow. And so then along comes Brad, and mm -hmm. he's been with us a couple years now, too. And he's just really um, making such an impact with all the people that he's in touch with. And, sure. And able to impact. So it's been really fun. Yeah, that, that was... Uh a huge thing that, that stood out to me. I mean, talking about Brad, hopefully you're watching this, Brad. Hey, yep. um, but you and I were just having a, a quick discussion and just, he's such a good guy and a good heart and a hard worker. And, um, you know, so that's really exciting that the, yes. the generations will continue and business will grow and he's got so much to learn from you and, um, it's just a great opportunity. So, um, we're hoping to leave that legacy. Yeah, it, it'll be there. It'll be there. Brad won't let anybody down. Nope, never. And then, you know, lastly, but certainly not least is I think 
if you are blessed and fortunate enough to have more than what you need, mm -hmm. and sometimes even when you don't have what you need, sure. you're obligated to share and to pass on. Um, so we have several charities that are really near and dear to our hearts that are, gosh, whatever we can do, we try and do. Fantastic. Um, one of them is Good News Jail and Prison Ministry. Okay. And it's probably not one that everybody hears of because yeah. they don't do a ton of advertising, but my husband started by playing in their golf tournament, mm -hmm. and then we became a corporate sponsor, and now they invited us for the last several years to attend their monthly meetings. Interesting. So what that, it's the only way that we get chaplains into the um, local, state, and federal prisons. Okay, wow. So, if we didn't have that charity and we didn't have chaplains going in there, those prisoners have no hope. Wow. And, you know, for us, we just have to remember, even on the cross, God forgave the murderers. Mm. So how cool to have these chaplains going in, giving hope and changing those lives. Right. Even one of the chaplains now used to be a prisoner. No way. And he now has keys huh. to the prison that he used to be behind bars so I mean just neat to see the cha life changes that's big and we also support teens with promise okay you may have heard of them I, I have I have heard of them and they are again so many people remember the little kids mm -hmm. and the adults but the teens kind of get a little bit lost in the shuffle absolutely and I'm not saying everywhere, but a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And um, this is a charity that supports the homeless teenagers. Imagine, and I just found this one about a year ago. Okay. I cannot imagine being in high school, how cruel kids can be nowadays, mm -hmm. and not having a change of clothes. Sure. Or not having the computer to do my homework. Right. And that's what these kids are facing. And so... Um, we just really got behind that one once we understood it and learned it about it and really have kind of wanted to champion that particular charity as well. Okay. And for years we've supported Springs Rescue Mission mm -hmm. both um, for, you know, the feeding them and also with um, one of the groups we're in, we help kind of sponsor some of the men mm -hmm. so that they can get trained, um, be able to get employed, and then be able to lead their families wow. so some kind of fun things okay and and that's a that's a testament as far as I'm concerned to who you are as an individual your why that was stacked pretty heavy there's a lot of driving force in you a lot of it is family but a lot of it is giving um, and that's what I would like to consider a real estate titan in my eyes is it's truly not just about production it's not about commission checks it's about giving back it's about caring and helping so everybody out there um, I'll definitely list all those charities um, in the description below so if you want to take a look at them and get more information uh, they'll definitely be down there for you so um, that's that's really well, good stuff that you're gonna do that. oh Thanks. yeah gosh I, I think spreading the word and letting people know that there's good things out there that we can all do it doesn't matter how much or little you have I mean you can give and there's lots of different charities so those are some really good ones um, so let's talk let's go back to the business side of this so for anybody who's out there watching uh, who might be a newer real estate professional or somebody who's seasoned who wants to get a little bit of advice or window into your success if you could look back on your career thus far and pinpoint one or two things that you added to your business that took it up to another level what does that look like for you oh wow well you never stop training okay um, we are so lucky here at Remax Advantage. Bruce offers weekly training. 
Awesome. Um, sometimes it's Bruce or some of the leadership team doing the training. Sometimes it's us okay. as some of the um, seasoned agents in the office. Sometimes he brings in other trainers from outside. But um, we just have phenomenal training here because mm -hmm. he knows the importance of it and we all do as well so that's okay. exciting yeah but and I'll go out to training outside of here I've always been a long lifelong learner okay I think the day that I think I know it all in real estate I better quit yeah <laughs> so, that's good it's always changing that's good advice for everybody who is who is totally watching that yeah. for sure and I think um, after the team joined me you know I should back this up just a teeny bit okay. I had started out on my own had a wonderful business going and then Bruce Betts and I, and Sharon, his wife, and my husband and I, we all are great friends. So I joined his team. I was on his team for a few years, and that was a great experience, too, because you learn from each other. And I left the team only because my family wanted to join me. Wow. And so okay. I've continued now on my own, but when they are back out on my own, I should say, mm -hmm. when they joined me, everything I had was up here. Okay. I knew what to do. But they didn't know what to do. That's a good point. So um, you can find all kinds of checklists online, but it's nothing like what we do. <laughs> that's, so, that's the truth. Yeah. So we um, have worked, and it's taken uh, two years to finalize some of these, mm -hmm. but creating systems. There are checklists for what to do before you go to a listing appointment. We call it a, a plan that we launch and we use Realty Juggler as okay. our CRM. Sure, great and CRM. It is, sure. and it's affordable. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you can make plans in there and you have to launch the plan, but we have for pre-listing, what to do after you get the listing. Mm -hmm. So what to do then once it's active, what to do after, between active and under contract, once it's under contract, right before closing, after closing, Wow. And think, you know, each thing has 10, 20, 30 steps to it. Oh, and no. if you miss one, you know, it's a domino effect. And sure. you you either ruin that relationship or you do something that affects the outcome of the contract. Mm -hmm. And any of those things can really make a difference. Right. So I think it's so important to have the systems. I just, Great. I always had them, but they were just in my head. Wow. And they have to be duplicatable by Andy, by Brad, by Deborah. You know, that was phenomenal okay. to get those in place. And I think the other really key thing is surround yourself with people that do a great job at whatever your weakness is. Oh, I love that. So um, I am totally blessed. I can't say thank you enough to Andy, Brad, and Deborah. You guys are my lifeline. Um, I can tell you, it is our whole, it's not, there is no I in our group, mm -hmm. it's a team. And, it. and it takes every one of us to make um, any deal go from beginning to close. Sure. And it's, uh, I, I think that that's huge advice for everybody out there. I, that's echoed through a lot of different titans that are out here in the community. Um, proper systems and implementation yeah. and surrounding yourself with those good people no one does it alone and I think that that's just a consistent message across the board that more people really need to take to heart this is some serious stuff everybody so um, that's a lot of really good yeah. advice for everybody Sorry, out there that was great. More no, than you wanted no no, no that was really good that was really good this is what it's all about just kind of yeah. getting a window into the biz and who you are so 
Let's go into something that's a little bit tougher of a question. Okay. So uh, when things are simple, life is easy, we can all kind of skate by and it's all right. But when challenges are thrown our way, when speed bumps hit, um, that's what I really find separates the majority of the population from the top of producers, the top professionals, and just individuals to overcome. So if you could pick one or two challenges that you dealt with uh, in your life that you overcame, that you became stronger afterwards, what does that look like for you? I would probably say, and it, this sounds so silly when you say it, but when I explain it, it'll make more sense. Okay, yeah. I grew up in a town that very few people left. I mean, hmm. my graduating class was 83 people. Wow. And so it was a very small town. And so getting married and moving over, our first duty station was Turkey. Now back in the 80s, there was no computers. There weren't any cell phones. Sure. There weren't text messages. It was snail mail. Yeah. And so leaving, you know, that was a long umbilical cord that mm -hmm. Andy said it took like 10 years to break. Wow. <laughs> Just, but, yeah. Um, it was a totally different world. And just that military life, mm -hmm. and I loved every minute of it when wow. we were active duty. But it okay. was it was really a challenge. Sure. And I think back, especially those first two years when we were in Turkey, mm -hmm. we had a one time a month morale call that either Andy called his family or we called my family, and it was like a ten minute call because it was five dollars a minute. Oh, to you, call. you couldn't do both. I mean, it was literally no, just. Well, we picked because you how do how do you want to talk for five minutes to one family? Wow, yeah. So, okay. And if calls are $5 a minute, Unreal. who can afford that? Sure. No. Thank you, Mom and Dad. You <laughs> called once in a while, and, but I couldn't make them go any more broke calling me. Wow. So we would write lots of letters. Mm -hmm. We would, um, I really recorded cassette tapes with my best friend. Okay. And we'd mail cassette tapes so we could hear each other's voice How and pretend cool. like we were having a call. Yeah. And we'd make VHS tapes mm -hmm. of the area so they could see what Turkey was like. So, oh, I mean, neat. that was kind of challenging. Mm -hmm. But during that time, two of our high school friends mm -hmm. um, died. And that was kind of a big deal. The okay. bigger deal, my dad had a stroke. And he was a young man, so okay. nobody was expecting that. And sure. Remember, Dad farmed a thousand acres. Yeah. With very little hired help, so mm -hmm. he went from that to he couldn't dress himself without my mother's help. So, um, to be that far away, and not be able to call, and not be able to FaceTime, or the things that people do now, right. that was huge. Sure. But it it helped Andy and I to become even closer, and. Um, Bless his heart, he let me fly home and be with dad for a little bit. But wow. I went back to Turkey to be with my husband and son. Sure. And um, dad lived a few more years, but we lost him when I was 27. So it's too young. It is. So I think that is what I would say was my hardest. Okay. The, the whole military life and losing dad. But all, you know, when you face that, with like my father, it helps you learn how precious every day is. You can't think you're gonna to live to be a hundred, even though I am. Sure. I promise you. <laughs> That's gonna happen. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> I plan to live to be a hundred, and I told Andy he has to too, but he's not believing me. Oh come um, on. <laughs> so but you know, we just don't really know. So you have to cherish every day and enjoy it. Wow. But um, in the, the military part, I still think that helps me in real estate. For because sure. I moved 22 times. 
I know how to pack. I know when somebody tells me how hard it is and what they're going through, I understand it because we've done it. Right. So I think, and, and the relationships we've made with people, we have friends all over the world. I could go almost anywhere wow. and call a friend. That's beautiful. And what a cool thing is that. For sure. I mean, so. I, I think that you, you've touched on a lot of, you know, really powerful things right there and talking about distance and communication and family and health and um, you know loss of life I mean that's got to be the hardest thing to deal with uh, when it comes to challenges but what you said was beautiful is just appreciate every moment and love the people that you're with and, and spend the time where it really matters and uh, I know that as professionals especially at your level at that high level that there's a lot of struggle with balance and you know we got to work we got to get the time in but always focusing on having that balance and spending time with the people we love that I take very very hard with what you just said to me so hopefully everybody really resonated with that and, and got that because that's super important relationships and time and spending it with people because um, you just never know uh, you really don't so I, I call my mom every day she still doesn't live near me but we talk every day that's that's huge because I need to say I love you mom that's right and we're, we're right on Mother's Day a couple days away go. so hi mom if you're watching yeah. uh, but uh, so okay that was a huge share so thanks Kim I know that's not easy to do but hopefully a lot of people got uh, some positive reflection off that for their life so let's go into a slightly softer question okay. um, and this is one of my absolute favorites so if you could go back in time and give your younger self in any time frame in any okay. age range uh, a piece of advice or two what would you say to younger Kim hmm well probably way younger Kim would yeah. be don't take life too serious and don't worry about what other people think okay. because Beautiful. we all worry too much about right. what everybody else is thinking and just be who you are okay Kimberly should be Kimberly yeah she shouldn't be somebody else and you know as a young child you always look at everybody else mm -hmm. um, I'm way past that anymore. Sure. <laughs> forget about that but, but you know when you're young it's too easy to get caught up in that okay and as an older person I wish I still am trying to be more organized okay yeah I clean my desk up before you did this yeah. <laughs> it looks good here everybody <laughs> but um, you know if your life is organized and everything you have a higher quality of life and you can be more successful. Mm -hmm. Now, I've made a lot of progress, but it's been a long journey. For sure. Thank you, Andy and Jesse, for helping me with all of that, and my mother. Yeah. But, you know, gosh, mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes I'm such a people person. Okay. I'm not the paperwork person. If that, I mean, I can, I am very detailed on right. the paperwork, but as far as the filing part and the organizing, that got out of hand. Right. So, um, I think being organized, if you can stay on top of that mm -hmm. and never get behind, you will have a higher quality of life. I love that. So. And, and that I think that tails back into what you were saying is surrounding yourself with people who fill the gaps yes. that are necessary. So, oh my gosh, and Deborah. Yeah, <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> um, so, I, but I think that's really, really good advice. That, that what you first touched on is is not being so concerned about what others think. I mean, I know that this world is full of judgment. And everybody, yeah. you know, kind of goes around their lives. But if we just focus on the inside and really what we're doing in a positive light, this world would be a much better place. Yeah. Um, that's easier said than done, but it was said. So hopefully everybody starts doing it. 
Um, so, but I just think that there's a lot of things in there. So that's great advice, not just for younger Kim, but everybody out there watching too. So um, let's go into the feeding of your mind, because I think that's really, really important for everybody to get another window into who you are um, as an individual. So this kind of goes into a couple different categories of books you might be reading or read, podcasts you're listening to, or influencers on social media, things along those lines. So uh, okay. what does that look like for you? Well, every morning I have daily devotionals, okay. and I can't miss that because it puts my my mind in the right frame of mind. Fantastic. It starts my day on the right foot. Okay. Um, and then there's also, I love to listen to Brian Buffini. Oh, wonderful. He is, he does things the way I, well, I recently went to one of his trainings. Okay. And Brian Buffini does things the way I do. It's mm. about people. Love it. It's not about transactions or money. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always people first. And it, as long as you take care of people, the rest will fill in the blanks if it needs to sure. or if it's supposed to. Right. But it really is about the people, and I love how he does things. So mm -hmm. I, I, his podcasts are really nice, and so are so is the training. Fantastic. And um, Dave Ramsey. Um, okay. I aspire to be more like Dave Ramsey. Oh, wow, yeah. And maybe one day, Andy, I'm, you can't listen to this, but maybe one day I'll cut up the credit cards. Uh, <laughs> Andy, you didn't hear but, that. But we pay them off every month. Right, You right. know, you have to. Sure. You, want, you don't want to be a slave to credit. No. And to debt. And so I think Dave Ramsey, in fact, we give out Dave Ramsey books to our clients. Wow. Because I believe so much in his philosophy. Okay. And our world doesn't teach that. Mm -hmm. Our world is instant gratification, and as long as you can afford the monthly payment, go for it. Right, just charge yeah. it. So um, I think he has so much to offer as well, both on an inspirational and a motivational stance. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's so. awesome. I, I know that uh, you know both of those gentlemen have been echoed on on this particular show, and I, I think that that's a, a common ground with with all of you titans. Is you know looking at it and, and who inspires you and who really you know, goes in the right direction and does it well. So th those are some okay. really, really good things for sure. I, I mean, anything else or are you, okay. You know, I, I love books, but okay. I'll be honest. Sure. I have, I, I work a lot. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> she works, have everybody. read like I would like to, but yeah. I have stacks of books at home that they're, one day I will get to. They're getting close. Yes. And, and, you know, I, I think that this is a, a common thing for everybody out there, not just, you know, the top producers or professionals, but everybody is finding the right time to do it. And whether it is reading or you're listening to podcasts or you're going to events out there, I mean, as long as you're consuming the information, that's what really matters, just to try to be stronger and smarter and better out there. Um, so you're definitely doing that, Kim. So that's really good. And I'll link all those down in the description below so people can kind of follow what you're following and that sort of thing. Uh, so this has been a phenomenal interview and episode, Kim. So thanks so much again. Um, but this last question will kind of wrap everything up. Uh, when it comes down to who you are as a person, as a professional, and what you represent, do you live by a certain mantra or quote? Does anything stick out to you that way? Well, it's actually tattooed on my foot. Aha, okay. <laughs> the camera stops no, right about here. It's faith. I always taught my kids and have believed that you have to have faith. Okay. Faith in God that he's there and he'll always take care of you and he'll get you through anything. Mm -hmm. Faith in other people. They're good and decent and they also will be there to support you. And faith in yourself that you can make it through anything. 
Wow. And you're strong and you know, you can do it. Sure. And so I wasn't gonna get a tattoo. Okay. And another tattoo on my body, but my sure. daughter said when she turned eighteen, Mom, can I get a tattoo? Wow. And I said, No, honey, we're not getting tattoo. And she said, Will you get one with me? I said, No. She said, please, you don't even know what it is. And so when wow. she told me what it was and why she wanted it, because she wanted us to always walk in faith together. That's big. How could I say no? Okay, so, that, yeah. that makes sense. Faith. That makes sense. That's awesome. Live by faith. And I, I think that living by faith and everything that you do, it really does matter. It makes you stronger, and it projects light out there in the, in the world, in the community. And that definitely speaks volumes about your brand and reputations community, which is phenomenal. Um, so that's that's huge. So hopefully everybody took all this to heart. Um, Kim, I want to thank you again for being on the show. This has been phenomenal. I want to officially say you are a real estate titan. Um, so thanks, thanks again Greg. so much. I appreciate it. So everybody out there, thanks so much for your time and attention. I absolutely appreciate all your support. Um, you know, going through all these different titans and different locations every Tuesday and Friday afternoon. Um, but thanks again for everything, and we'll definitely catch you guys on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks for listening.